0: Five weeks ago, we learnt the Mishnah. And the Mishnah, if I can remind you, starts off When do we start saying Kriya Shema? Which basically means from night. Rebbe Lezer said, till the end of the first watch. Now, we learnt in the Gemara, the Gemara asked the question, Why do we talk in terms of watches? In other words, if it's three hours, if, if Rebeleza holds the three watches, then it's after four, four hours. If it's four watches, it's after three hours. So why do we talk about watches? So we spoke at the time, that the ashmuras, the watches, are, because in Shemaim there's ashmuras, and the ashmuras means that the, um, there's a shift of malochim who change every few hours, within three or four hours, and they say, and he said, "Hashem is Shaya He roars like a lion." And also, certain things happen down here on uh, in 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 this world um, exactly the same as what happens at the same time that uh, that things happen upstairs. If you remember we had tzurkim, clock, cloving tzurkim, dogs are barking, and uh, the chamas, the the ass of the brain, etc., etc. Now, now we start off our Gemara here. Now, um, Tzadok Ton Ravonot. Now, there's a machlaikas as to how many Mishmores we are. We, we, Rebeleza said, the Gemara said, Rebeleza held their three Mishmores. But now we have a difference of opinion. Ton Ravonot. have a laila. The night consists of four watches. In other words, each one is three hours. So as we said before, we take a night as from six to six. From six in the evening, till six in the morning, standard night. And therefore we says, there's four. Four Mishmores. So four mishmoros would mean um, there would be, each one would be three hours. It would go from six to nine, nine to twelve, twelve to three, three to six, etc. Rabbanotin, oh, that's the very Rebbe, that's what Rebbe says. and I remember Rabenotin says this, Sholosh, each one is four hours, six to ten, ten to two, and two to six, like we learned before. Now, Navagamara explains why, where, where do the Rebbe and Rabbanotin get their reasons from in different like, three or four. My commentary on what is Rambam's reason. He says it's three. The it says as follows: The Posuk, which is in in on the Gideon came. There were 100 people with him. Big at the edge of the camp. He came right in the beginning of the middle watch. The word Tichana always means middle. we've Got the Chumish Bria Tichan, the middle bar. So in the middle, beginning of a middle watch and Toma, and we learned the Braitha You can only, if you have a middle it means you've got one before and one afterwards. So therefore that's a proof that there must be three altogether. And that's a good proof. The Rebbe, how does Rebbe learn? Because Rebbe says there are four watches. Ayat is the middle one. The middle one has got one before, one after, means it's three watches. No, what he's saying is like this. It doesn't necessarily mean, just because you've got a middle one, that there has to be only one before and one after. He says you've got one at the beginning, one at the end, and you've got two in between. So, one of the two middle ones, that's when he came. So There's not a proof that there are three, so he can say, therefore, that's where there are four mishmored. Rabnosan, how does Rabnosan then sort of uh, argue against that? He says simple, meeksev t'chonot shebet does it say in the pothoch? shebet a middle one of the middle ones, it doesn't say that. T'chonot, it just says middle, so take simple shot, middle means one before and one after. My time is a Rebbe. Now we go on to the reason of Rebbe, because Rebbe says there's, there's four morris. Reb Ami. Reb Ben of one prophet says as follows: This is David HaMelech saying this into Tehillim. Chatsi Lailah at midnight, middle of the night. Okum, I will get up, Lohadosloch, to thank you, to say Shirz i Al is Kecho, according to your righteous judgment. That's one prophet, and it says because of Echad another prophet says David HaMelech. Kidmo Ani Ashmuras. My eyes preceded Ashmuras the watches. Now, if he got up at 12 o'clock, he got up at midnight, and the other positive says there's still two watches after the midnight, right? Now, so it can't be, if there's two watches after midnight, it must be from 12 to 3 and 3 to 6. So in other words, there must be four watches because if there were three watches, then there wouldn't be two watches left. There would be from twelve to two, and then from two to six. There's not two watches. So the fact that the pasuk says in the plural, meaning two watches, at least two watches, there can only be two watches left after midnight if you say there's altogether four watches. Okay, sir. So As the Gemara says, "Arba have alaylo." There, there must be four mishmaros in the night. Ah, so it's a very good answer. So, how, what does Reb Nossam do that? Reb Nossam, Reb Nossam holds like Reb, Reb Nossam. Reb holds like Reb that There's only three watches. How? Because this now We learned in, in a Mishnah, Daftesh on the base. Reb I Nossam mean, says, when we're talking about what time can you say morning Kriya Shemal till? And he says, Until three hours. Because kings get up at at the third hour we won't translate when it is in the third hour etc we'll see in a minute but the point is like this we learn out Kriyashema from the words of of Uvkumecho so V'shochbecho is the evening that's what we know the evening Kriyashema as we've said all the time Uvkumecho is when you get up in the morning and since there are people who get up in the morning the kings get up let's call it after two hours of the day so they get up at eight o'clock so therefore this is what he's saying Shaken Derach Menachem Lamed V'sholloshoshosh Right? Which is when? Shish de Six hours. So, so when David Amalek says, I get up at midnight. How many hours before the other kings does he... In other words, David Amalek was the king. But the other kings, how long before the other kings get up, does David Amalek get up? Two hours. Oh, two Eight hours. Why? Because they get up at two hours of the day, After, uh, into the third hour, so which means eight o'clock in the morning. He got up at midnight, so therefore there's eight hours. So what he's saying is there's only three Mishmorahs. But the amount of time that I, Ockham Leheide, so that I get up and there's still two Ashmurahs left, it means there's two lots of four hours left until the other kings get up. In other words, they don't get up till eight o'clock. So therefore, that's a proof, really there's three Ashmurahs and the last Ashmurah finishes at six o'clock in the morning but then there's two hours of the day which the kings don't get up till then. Okay. Um, Rav Ashiomer, Rav Ashi says, gives a third answer. What was our problem? Our problem was that if you got the Mishmoras, the Pesuk said, Kidmu, Kidmu the baashmoros. Right. That in other words, when I get up, there's still two ashmoros left. So he says, no. A doesn't have to necessarily mean two shemurahs. One and a half can also be called a So, for example, in other words, when he gets up at twelve o'clock, really it can be till six o'clock. So you've got half an shemurah left. There's three. So half an shemurah you go from six to ten, ten to two, two to six. So you've got half an shemurah when he gets up at twelve o'clock. You've got half an shemurah left from twelve to two, and a whole shemurah from two to six. So one and a half can also be referred to as ashmurah, plural ashmurah. In other words, it doesn't have to be two whole ones of four hours each. As long as it's more than one, one and a half is also called ashmurah. So therefore that answers uh, the stirrup. Now, we come up with something completely different here. Nothing to do with ashmurah, nothing to do with Krishna. But because we mentioned something, Om Rab Zrika Om Rab Ami Om Rab Ben Levi, we mentioned another Mima connected, uh, uh, another Mima said by the same person. Om Rab Zrika Om Rab Ami Om Rab Ben Levi. In the presence of a Mace, in presence of a of, of a dead person, you can only say things connected with a Mace. Om Rab Ab says, Ab 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 that you can only say things which appertain to the mace, in front of the mace, that only applies that if you're saying divrei taira. And if you have a look in Rashi,
1: El el says,
0: as the actual, the Gemara says divrei taira, Rashi says Why? You cannot say any divrei taira in front of a person. Because everybody has a chiyuv, so say, Debrei Tyre, the HaMais <laughs> diagram, and the Mace is lying there quiet, the havale Live arosh of I say. So, positive initially, Roche means that you are mocking the poor. Now, the poor in a sense, not financially poor, but the Mace is poor, because the Mace can't answer. So, therefore, it's, it's as if you say you are mocking him, and that's the reason as well, when we go to a For, you put your sithis in, because since a Mace can no longer um, put on mitzvahs or do the mitzvahs is as if you're mocking him. So therefore, what Rav uh, Rababa says, we're only worried about Dibre Torah because Dibre Torah, if he were alive, he would have a Khiev to talk Dibre Torah as well. However, since he said he can't say it, and therefore you're mocking him. However, Abul Miliad, Olma less lomor. No but if you're talking about whether we should stay in the common market or not, or the state of the stock market, or anything like that, ...that is no problem at all. And Rush explains immediately. If you've got a crowd and you're talking about mundane matters, there's no here for him to join in, like there is in that everyone should join in. But when it comes to mundane matters, it's not a, it's not a shame for him to keep quiet. So therefore, we're not, it doesn't matter if you say mundane things in front of the mate. It's not considered Lizla like La um, um, the Ikeda Omra, I was saying the other way around. Omra Bavarkana, Bavarkana says, La Omra Nella Fila b-div-re-tira. Even Divri Torah you can't say. The Kol Shiket Milita alma. certainly, mundane things you can't say in front of the mace. Why? Because of a lack of a cover of the mace. If there's a mace standing in front of you, and you're talking about other things at all, it, 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 it's a complete lack of respect. I mean, the Divri you can't say because of like, Lai Glaroche. But you can't say, you can't talk about mundane matters because it's a disrespect to the mace. Okay, let me carry on. I'll ask the more of a David Bepelga Delila Havakoy. Is it true that David Parker got up at midnight? Me Havakoi he got up in the evening. He already got up in the indir chiv. It says in the prophet, he dumped he vaneshev I rose at neshev. And I cried out, I was Misballah. Those of you who were in Ezra camp many years ago, you remember there was something called the Neshef? Which was the night before, before we went home, <laughs> there was a Neshef, it was a show. But it comes from here, Neshef, because it's the evening before. The Neshef is evening. So, so, so the Possex says, Kijamteva Nesheva Ashaveya. I got up at Neshef, with Neshef is evening, and I was doubling that. So how can we say that David got up at midnight? He really was up hours before. And says the Gemara, "How do we know that Neshef means evening?" The it says and the pasuk that we say in our D'la'atah, the for Erev The which is be Erev Yom, meaning as the day becomes evening, the day becomes dark, but Erev Yom, but and Laila, in the blackness of night, but Afeilo, etc. But the Neshef is Erev Yom, which is the early, which is the evening. So we've got Akasha, how can you say Dobby got up at midnight? Surely it seems from this prophet he got up long before. Various answers. First answer is Om Ravosha Om Rav Akha, Hokiko Omar. Ravosha said in Rah, this is really what the prophet means. Me la bishino meaning like this. Normally he would get up in the evening. Already the early evening we'd already get up, not have slept just a little bit beforehand. But he was already up from the evening. He said, However, on the occasions where he was sleeping during the evening, he never let midnight pass without getting up. So that's one answer. Rosera on Rosera says, Av Khatus Until midnight he was speak, he was sleepy he was dozing like a horse. And Rashi says Aisabatokshu umitsnamnem. Mitsnamnem means, you know, when you're sort of in and out of sleeping. In other words, he's partly learning and partly falling asleep, as one does. Because sus al like a, a, a horse who never sort of falls into a deep sleep, and mitsnamnem van it sort of wakes up and dozes off, etc. I don't know if, if anyone is a vet here, but... whether that is correct, that a sus, that a horse, uh, doesn't sleep properly, but so, so the Gemara says. Okay, so that's the second answer, and the third answer of Rashi on says like this, al no, really he was awake all the night, from the evening already. Aye, it says he got up at Qadzah, so he says no, Al-Qadzah, slalaha, be Tyra, until midnight he would learn Tyra. After that, it was shiris, vishishmachas, to Hashem, he was singing praises, etc., etc. So therefore, what it means is, yeah, that... He got up from his previous activity, in other words, he changed his previous activity, which was learning, into midnight Was Shiraz and but not that he was asleep beforehand. Ask the Gemara, now we said that Neshef is orator. Neshef is evening, but Neshef for Erev etc. Ask the Gemara for Neshef orator, is Neshef, Taka, evening? Safrahu, it means morning. said because it says in the Posit, by David, David, smoke them, Mean Neshef Erev From Neshef, we'll not translate it now, from Neshef, Ador erev, till the evening, La means from the day after they camp there. So normally you say, Meha Neshef Ad Erev, you would mean my love mid saprailot. It means from morning for night. And one line, it means me authabout author. Neshev taka means evening, not morning. So it means they were fighting for a 24-hour period from one evening to another evening. Ask the So, l'chav meha neshev adoneshev, neshev. Oy ado Why does the Posuk change its expression? If neshev means evening, then it should say meha neshev ado neshev. Or, meha neshev ado Why meha neshev ado neshev? Because that would be much about that neshev is morning. The answer is the Gemara. Now, hello, my brother. brother. says, Trey There are two meanings of the word Neshev. The word Neshev actually means to jump away, or depart, remove. So it says like this, Noshev leylah v'osah yama It means that when the night goes away, when the night departs, and the day arrives. Or, Yama or Noshaf yomah v'osah or it means the day goes away and the night arrives so in other words the word neshev doesn't mean day or night the word neshev means for something to depart so you can either have the day departs and the night comes or the night departs and the day comes so therefore you can use it however you want so therefore when it comes to, to the first verse by Neshev asheveah we're talking about the evening when, when it comes to v'yakim dovin v'neshev v'adah erev then it means from morning till evening. So it's not a theory, it can be used in both contexts. Says the Gemara, have a yodah pal Amos. How did David HaMelech know because he said he got up when it was midnight? How did he know? There's a bit similar to the question that we had, you know, previously. How did we know when Hathas was? have a yodah How did David HaMelech know when it was the middle of the night? After Moshe Rabbeinu, even if Moshe Rabbeinu himself did not know when when midnight was, how do we know that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know when it was midnight? The Chasidic says in the Pesuk, "Kachatzalaila ani yotsebesach mitsrayim." Right? The Pesuk says Moshe 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 said. Doesn't say who to, but at the moment we're we assuming he said to Pharaoh, "Kachatzalaila" at approximately midnight, and he yotsebesach mitsrayim that HaKad is going to go out into Mitzrayim to do the makas vachar, the, the killing of the firstborn. Says the Gemara, my kachasayis. What does the word kachasayis mean? At approximately midnight. Amalek If you say HaKad who said kachasayis, approximately midnight. Mi'ekasveika kamishmayo. Is there a sophic? Is there a doubt? Hashem doesn't have a doubt. Hashem knows exactly when Chathos is so Hashem wouldn't have said to Moshe Rabbeinu at approximately at midnight So Erod O'Malei B'Chathos And you must say that Geshpachot said to Moshe Rabbeinu at midnight But also EOV O'Ma And Moshe came and when he said to Sinai he said at approximately at midnight So since he said approximately at midnight it means he doesn't know 100% when midnight was Alma Masat kalei. So we see that Moshe was, he had a doubt as to when midnight was. But David, Abiyoda, David, if Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the greatest of Navim, didn't know when Hatzayat was, surely David wouldn't know that. So how did he know how to get up? The Hatzayat Answer the Gemara, David Simon David, he had a way of telling. He had like sort of an old-fashioned alarm clock. Why? the of Bizna Amor of Shim Chasidah there was a harp over the bed of Zavala Melech the kib and Shegir Chatzos Lailah and when midnight arrived by the northern wind came and blew on it and it played by itself and this was his alarm clock to know when to get up so you must say that he slept with the windows open because otherwise the wind wouldn't have come the Ben Yoda actually says that, he didn't, that it, was, it wasn't a sort of it was more of a spiritual wind, it wasn't a real wind that came in but it was a spiritual wind in other words, it was something B'Derachnes, something happened B'Derachnes and therefore you can say, even if the windows were closed the spiritual wind came and uh, worked on the harp so, Mi-Yad as soon as he heard the harp David would get up V'Ayasek B'Tayra A'Sha'olam A'dashachah and he would learn Tyra until the light of dawn. dawn of course, this only goes... Remember, we had three answers as to um, the question... What was the question? The question was that he got up in the evening rather than at midnight. Now, this answer to say that he, he, he got up at chassas and he learnt Tara beforehand, this only goes according to the second answer that he was misnamnem kasus. In other words, that he, w- he was partly asleep. He was dozing on and off. But according to the others... For example, the last answer says from the evening till he was learning to retire, And after that was Shirus and Here we say was from midnight to Lamada Shaha. So this goes according to the second Bsha. Anyways. Kim and so he was learning Tir Amada Shah. Kim Sha'ala Amada when when uh, Dawn wrote in fact it's an interesting story, you know, I think Rabbi Yashiv if I'm not wrong, he used to get up 2 o'clock every morning. I don't know what time he went to bed, but he got up 2 o'clock every morning. And, um, I think his Robertson always used to get up, not at 2 o'clock, but in the very early hours of the morning to give him, uh, to make a coffee for him. So the children said to the Robertson, you know, you don't have to get up so early. You know, we, now these electric coffee makers, just press a button, we'll, we'll teach everybody how to do it. So she turned round and she said to him, Listen, do you think I don't know that, that, that my husband can make a cup of coffee if he wants to? I want to have a chilek in his learning. So that's why she especially got up for that. Anyway, so he, so they, they came in at Amad uh, HaShachar. They said to him, They said that your nation Yisrael needs Panofa. Because remember, David HaMelech, when he was a king, he was like a president, prime minister, chancellor of the exchequer, all rolled into one. He was in charge of everything. And they said, look, we need go and support each other. Which means either, you know, people who've got uh, companies should employ the others or means the Asherim should look after the Aneim. But go and look after each other. Abra'lai said to him, no. ain't If you've got a tiny bit of food, a handful of food, it does not satisfy a lion. Meaning, meaning, that there's so many aneim, sadly, that the Asherim will not have enough money to be able to give out to the aneim. It's not going to satisfy the an aneim. And similarly, another sort of a model, Ein abor mismalim A pit cannot be filled from its own earth. They're too short him in this, Rashi entices. Which basically says, once Rashi says that if you've got an empty pit, and you dig out, in order to put it back, to try and fill it, you'll never be able to fill it. And, and Torah says, if you have taken earth out of the bar, out of the empty pit, and you've got it surrounding the pit, and you put it back in, it still won't finish, it won't fill the pit, because there's bound to some earth have got lost, while taking it out, putting it back in. But in any case, the nimshal is the same. In other words, he's, he's saying, the Ashim should look after the Aneim, the Ashim have not got enough money to look after all the Aniim, so it's not going to work said to them go out to war because at that time what was happening is the Amalekim were coming in and they were taking away the food and they were disrupting the economy at the same time so He says go and fight against them and then there'll be a lot more food and then the Aniim will be able to live and Miyad immediately the They took advice with Akitaifal. Now Akitaifol told them what the tactics in battle should be like. Then Vinim the Sanhedrin. They used then they went to the Sanhedrin. They would say if Rashi says like if you look at Rashi four lines from the bottom, Mahem they took Rashus asked a mission from the Sanhedrin whether they can go. Alem in order that the Sanhedrin should govern them for them. And finally, the Shalim Urim They asked the Urim V'tumim, Now, the Urim V'tumim was, remember, the Kohen Gottel had a chosh and had a breastplate, and there was a fold in between, and there was a, a parchment there with the name of Hashem in it. And when the Kohen Gottel used to ask a question, it used to light up, because there were letters written on the stone, and the letters used to light up, and that was sort of the answer. That was the Urim V'tumim. I remember Diane always used to call uh, Rabbi Yashiv the Urim V'tumim. He said the finger-gangon for the Urim Vatumim," because he, 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 he could answer everything. The question that they ask here is if you go and get the Urim Vatumim, which is literally as you're directly speaking to Hashem what do you need to go to Sanhedrin for? Why does Sanhedrin need to do for you if, if the Urim Vatumim tells you because uh, Rashi says here what did he go to Urim Vatumim? says Rashi, im Yafliku. They ask the Urim of shall we go out, are we going to be successful? Now, if the Urim of the says you're going to be successful, you don't need to go to the Sanhedrin to, to Daven for you, you've already got your answers directly from Hashem. The answer is that there shouldn't be casualties. In other words, you can still be Matzaliach, you might win the war, but there might be casualties on the way. So therefore, you go to the Sanhedrin to Daven for you, in order that there shouldn't be casualties, and then you ask the Urim of im will be Matzaliach. And it was particularly in this order that they did it. Om says, My cross does the prophets say? the Ahwe first Ahitaiful, he was the one, he was the gentleman who taught about tactics in battle and then Benayu Ben Yahoyodah, now uh, Rashi says Benayu Ben Yahoyodah he was the Avbeddin, that's the Sanhedrin and finally Evyosa was the Kayengodol, that was the Orimah Tumim and then after that, Vestasval after they'd done it, consulted all those three then they were able to sort of... Uh, uh, Ya'ev was able to lead them in battle. As the Gemara says... How do we know that Ya'ev was an advisor? Because as the apostle of Chen Ish said... And the eighth of the advice that gave in those days was as if a person would ask Hashem. In other words, the people viewed Ya'ev he It's a man with all the answers. And other was the same way you would answer Hashem, you, you would trust that whatever Hashem answered, they trusted Achittaifel. Then it says, B'noyah ben Ya'yodah, their z- Sanhedrin, as Rashi says there, Shahiyya Abbezin, the Evyosah, Eid of the Torah, Meh Evyosah, or Torah, because it was a kind goddle, the Chenu, Aiman, and there's another puzzle which says a septuah, B'noyah ben Ya'yodah. B'noyah ben who was the Sanhedrin, came first, and then Allah Kwasi, the Allah now, Krasi and Placey is another name for the Urim Vitumim. So that's how we know it was in that order. Venoia which is the, the Abbezin the Sanhedrin, and then followed by Krasi and Placey. So it says the Gemara, Venoia Benyachrisham Krasi Placey. Why was the Urim Vitumim called Krasi or Placey? It was called Krasi Shevkarsim Debrahim. Because the words were very precise. If you look at Rashi, Shevkarsim Esdebrahim, She'omens Devorim, Katsuvim of very precise. They didn't say too little, didn't say too much. No waffling, straight answer. And that's why it's called crazy. And Plaisi is because they were wondrous in the words. In other words, they were very clear. And they were all and it was always right. And then the after yeah, only after they had gone to the uh for tactics in battle. And then onto the Sanhedrin to Daven for them. And then onto the Uru Vatuman to find out they would be up after that the post says and then they used to go they, he would lead his soldiers in battle and they would go to war. Is that would played every night? Sorry? Is that true played every night? Ah uh, yeah yeah, can't, it can't be every it can't be every night. No, no, it doesn't it it means that they used to come into him whenever it was, you know, whenever the situation was, was serious about the Panossa. Obviously it can't be every night that they went to to go fighting. But it doesn't you're right, it's a good point because the command doesn't mention, it just says he used to get up in the morning, he used to learn and then they came in and they said it. It sounds like it could be every night, but go every night. He used to learn every night. Pardon? He used to learn every night, but I can't imagine that they came in every morning. Yeah, I know they had to do the rotor they had to go here and go there. They couldn't you couldn't they couldn't come in every morning. Okay. Uh, right. Now we said like this, that Bella, he had a unique alarm clock, is that his, um, his uh, the harp went off when the wind came. Omer of other of brother of Idi. And my crop, how do we know this? Because it says, Uro Kavadi. And if you look in Rashi, Uro Kavadi means, my covered is when I'm awake. I'll just come to don't get me covered for sleeping, Kishamalok and the other kings. Remember, we heard that the other kings, they sleep till 8 o'clock in the morning. So he's saying, my cover is that I get up so many hours before them. And Ura Hanevel V'China, Hanevel is a liar, L-Y-R-E. And the is a heart. Or Iroh as Rashi says, Sha'am Alochim HaShacham And the other kings, the morning wakes them up. But anima HaShokha, I wake up the morning. Right. Now that's the end of that. So at the moment what we're saying is like this, remember just to remind us, the question was um, if Moshe Rabbeinu did not know when it was midnight how did Dovid HaMelech know it was midnight? So the answer is both of them did not know exactly when it was midnight but Dovid had his heart which used to wake him up from things. Now the Gemara gives a different answer and it says as follows Rabzei LaOma says, Moshe LaOlam av Really Moshe did know when it was midnight. But David have a and David also knew the king of David have a in the If David Hamelech knew when well, Chazais was, what did he need? An alarm clock? What did he need? A, a harp to wake him up? Well, the the answer is sort of obvious. I don't know why the Gemara answered The in order to wake him from his sleep, again, that only goes according to the one answer that he was misnumning tozot. So he was sleeping. He was dozing off. So he needed to be woken up. Yes, of course, if he would have been awake, he would have known exactly when it was Chasay. Right? But, when he he was sleeping, so, you know, he needed something to wake him up. So, that was why the kinnah, the uh, the harp, played. But he knew when it was Now Since now, according to this answer, the Moshe did know when it was Chasay. Why did he say, when he said to Parah, why did he say Chasay at approximately midnight? He knew exactly when midnight was, according to this answer. Answer the Gemara: Ma'aseh Kasav Hashem Yitnu nine Farah, This is Russian Chumash. Ma'aseh thought that the astrologers, Pharaoh's astrologers, they might make a mistake. But Yomra Ma'aseh badaya and they'll say Ma'aseh is a liar. If, for example, he says B'chazayt, exactly at midnight, and let's say they thought midnight was already a minute ago and it hadn't come yet, but really midnight was a minute later. They will say, look, Masha Rabbeinu is a liar. So therefore, uh-huh. he said, at approximately midnight in order to um, in, or, in order to, to be on the safe side just in case they got it wrong. The Omama because, as we said, I'll teach you time to say, I don't know. In case they might catch you out. In other words, if you say something which doesn't sound quite right, and they, even if it is right, but they might think that you're not saying the correct thing, then you'll lose your credibility with them, so sometimes it's better to say, I don't know. Incidentally, regarding the previous Gomorrah, the must Musa say, that if you've got to make, we learn out, we said, you go to Asitipa, you go to Sanhedrin, etc., and you go to that, that the must Musa say, that if you've got a very important decision to make, you can learn from this Gemara. The number one is you should do research, because like they went to Akhatopol to ask for battle tactics. The second thing is you should dub them for it, because they asked the Sanhedrin to dub them for you. But third of all is that Urim Betumim from Hashem, you should know that only if Hashem wants something to happen, it will happen. If Hashem doesn't want it to happen, it won't happen. We've got a similar idea when on, on, on uh, Sukkot. You take a lulav in the hand and you say, On Hashem Hashem, And you shake the lulav. Because you've got to do, that represents your work, exactly what you've got to do. On our shem the success, our flocker that's the other shem. We stand still and we don't shake at all. So that, that was just a sort of an idea. What oh, relate to what if they've started to... Oh, very good point. Oh, the Mephashim asked that question. Yeah, 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 exactly. The uh, Correct, correct. I mean the whole of Mitzrayim were about to be killed out. Are they worried when it's a minute earlier or a minute later? not important? Yeah. The Mufroshim actually discussed that, but uh, I, I'm, I'm, we're just rushed for time now. Okay. It's a, good, it's a, very, good, it's a very good point. Ravashi Omar Ravashi says, and Ravashi gives another answer. Why Mishra said the Palga Urtud Tzleitzen Nagi HaVeit Avikoyen Moshe was in the middle of the night between the 13th of Nisan and the morning of the 14th The Hachika Oma Moshe li Yisra'el and there's a Moshe said to Yisra'el, Moshe didn't say this to Pahreh, he said to Yisra'el Oma Kodesh Baruch HaKodesh Baruch Hu said L'mocho Kachat Tzalai L'Kiyo Idna Tzamo'el Right, in other words it's between the 13th and 14th and he was saying at midnight tomorrow, light the midnight now, in other words, between the 14th and the 15th, and the 8th of the Tosh Mitzrayim. In other words, the word Kachatosh is, is not at about, we translated it approximately at midnight. Kachatosh does not mean approximately at midnight. He says, Kachatosh means like this midnight, at the moment that we're standing, the same 24 hours later, the, that midnight, that is when I was going to go out to Mitzrayim. Right. Uh, the David, shomra nafshi Kichosid oni. There was, uh, David said, shomra nafshi, guard my soul, ki chosid oni, I am a chosid, I'm a righteous person. Now, in which way was he, particularly was he righteous? Le'vi Reb Yitzvah. Le'vi Reb Yitzvah, they gave two different shotting. Chad Had Omar Oma David, Eben HaKadosh Baruch David said, in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Am I not a righteous person? All the kings of the world, they sleep until three hours. And I get up at midnight get up hours before them. So I'll a tzaddik. i am talk a I thought one of the Foshim says, if he was such a tzaddik, why did he turn around and say to Hashem, it is not the way of a tzaddik to pronounce that he is a tzaddik. So, I heard one of the Mephoshim say he had to defend himself because of the mice of Bathsheba he felt in a way that he was a little bit in the dock, so therefore he was trying to say that I'm a, 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 am I not a Chosid the Idoch the other person says what was the when Moshavet when was saying he was a Chosid what was he saying am I not a Chosid am I not righteous malchem mizrach agudas agudas all the other kings are sitting around with their majestic entourage of ministers, etc., and sort of lapping, lapping up, being the king, etc., and just wasting time. And what am I doing? I need My hands are full of blood because I am. It carries on. Kedelat Hay I am seeing that damn The Vashape means we're talking about if a woman miscarries, etc. Is, there, is, there, is that considered a lady or not? There are various examples, various rules, etc. Whether a woman is Tomei. And finally, the shilya, means the afterbirth. Now, if so an afterbirth comes out of a woman without a baby, then there's a shala as to whether a woman is tome or not. It depends on the size of the shilya, etc. And he can say, he was busy, David Amela, while the other kings yeah, were just sort of lounging around in their royal palace being served, he was busy um being being the women, woman cuz they the titishal abala he's busy with all these things with all these uh, blood sorrows to be the a woman to her husband <coughs> like <laughs> not only that and look all marsh in the island in nimloch and miffy bushes whenever i go in patgon a uh, rabbit miffy bushes rebbe. Uh, Whenever I want to go and pasken, I go to Mephibosheth, who's my teacher, and I ask him first, this I want to paskin, is that correct? But I'm alone, I say to Mephibosheth Rebbe, Mephibosheth my teacher, Yofe Danti, did I judge correctly? Yoffeh Chayabdi, And Rashi says there, In other words, saying in Dine did I sort of find guilty the right person or not? Yoffeh did I declare Torah correctly, or comment correctly, the Lord, was never embarrassed to do, to do that. In other words, you've got to understand, David Amalek was the king. He was a, sort of the uh, most important person, yet he was humble enough to realise that even though he was the king, he wasn't embarrassed to go to Mipi Vaishas, his rabbi, to, to clear everything there, because remember, if Mipi said, no, you've got it wrong here, or you've got it wrong there, it, it could have been embarrassing. Even whether there were people around, whether there were not people around, but he didn't. He lowered himself in a way. He humbled himself, and this was, so this was the chosidani. In other words, we got we got so we got two shots of chosidani. He comes to Rosh and says, "I'm a chosid. I'm righteous," either because he he got up hours before all the other kings from sleep, or because while all the other kings were were, were busy with mundane matters, he was busy paskening Charles, and not only not only but he was he he cleared everything with his Rebbe before. I'm a Rebbe Is he my crow? How do we know? This what the posse says. I will. I will speak your aidas, your testimonies, uh, neged melachim before kings and before kings. He means the rabbanim as well. We the Gemara tells us Mal Malka Rabbaman and the light avash, and I will not be embarrassed. And the sif actually says, it says neged melachim. I go against what kings normally say, kings and politicians, etc., if they say something, you know, and they're found to be not true, they will try and wriggle their way out, they'll try and sort of give every possible toast. I'm not like that, she says. I'm negative Malachim. I go against what Malachim normally do, and I, if I'm wrong, and if Mishra says no, that's not the correct fact, then I accept that. Toma, just one little more, one bit more. Tomah, his name really was not Mipi and but Ish Boshes Shemaya, Ish Boshis was his name. But Loh Mipi Boshes, why was he called Mipi Boshes? David Bahaloha, because he would embarrass David in Haloha. And it, it, the word Mipi Boshis is Mipi, it means Mipi from the mouth, it's a combination of Mipi and Boshes embarrassment. In other words, it was an embarrassment for David if David would make a mistake. The Fikhok, therefore, because David Amela humbled himself, Zokh David Yothanu Kilov. He he had his he had a son called Kilov. Omra Byakhman, like Kilov Shemah. Kilov was not his name. And the Dunil Shema, his name was Dunil. Well Omra Kilov, why was he called Kilov? you him name if he He was such a big Tamil Kokh the son of David, it was called Dunil that he is to embarrass Miphibosheth. Now, the Miphibosheth was the great man who Dovodah Melech consulted, but Dovodah Melech, because he humbled himself, he was given a son who was even greater than Miphibosheth. And that was the word, why was he called Kilov? Because Kilov comes from the word kol, or hichlim, to embarrass, and of means a father, because Miphibosheth was like a father. He was the leader, he was the god of Adolf. And Shalom and says to so that, the, um, the, the, Sorry, but all of Amashlaima, the and Shlaima says, "As with a back of as if David was talking." Beniim, Chacham Yisma Machlibi Gam Oni. If you're such a big, your heart is wise, and you're such a big Chacham, I will be happy as well, because I will be happy that you're able to um, know even more than Miphibal Sheis. So, but I mean, it also says, That Chacham Beniim should be wise that Samach Libi make my heart happy but Oshiva Chorfei Dovah I can Oshiva I will respond Chorfei to the person who disgraced me in other words, he disgraced me by telling me it, it doesn't really mean mid connected enkid that he's having a go at him he's just saying, I'm pleased that Hashem has given me a son who's such a Talmukocham that through him I can now he is now able to sort of uh, know even more than Mephibosheth which is the Rebbe I went to originally Okay, we will we will leave it there. Right.